Hiring? With Indeed, your search is over. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Saints Happy Hour needs your support so we can keep giving you the Saints coverage you love. Become a patron to help us keep giving you the best daily Saints podcast on earth. Supporting Saints Happy Hour gives you the best Saints podcast every day without any stupid ads or promos like this one. And patrons also get access to our private Discord channel where you can talk Saints 24-7, early access to podcast episodes, our world-famous booze bundle with four amazing swag items. So do it. Go to SaintsHappyHour.com and sign up today. That's SaintsHappyHour.com. Welcome to the award-winning Saints Happy Hour podcast. Seriously, this podcast has won awards. American standards are dropping every day. The show features Ralph, the best host in the world, who can barely pronounce his own name, much less anyone else's. Marcus Colson, Colston, I mean, uh, Marcus Calloway. Dave is that dude who loves taking bathroom breaks. He's mad about almost anything, so make sure to lower your volume when he speaks. Put that freaking clown meme back up that I made. Andrew has sources, watches tapes, and knows football. He rarely shows up on time and wants to commit crimes to help the Saints win. Sean Payton would have done illegal things. Don't tell me I'm wrong, because you know it's true. Oh, and there's also Kevin, who is great at doing mock drafts, but struggles to actually watch Saints games or have a functioning relationship. Budrich wants to know how uh, the doctor's doing. That that ended. Anyway, grab a drink, sit back, and enjoy the insanity. All right, so Ralph Marlborough, who joins us now at Saints Forecast, a way to follow on Twitter. Ralph, we're going to go hot and heavy here since we're, well, like, you got five minutes in your segment. So, But what I love in two weeks' time, Rashid Shahid yesterday made a couple more big plays, Ralph. One-handed, deep ball catch, things of that nature. You just heard what Derek said specifically about Alave. They're building trust in a relationship that it's happening in May that I think can pay off later on in the season. I love hearing that. I love, don't you? You kind of need to let, with, with Olave, I think the hype and expecting him to make the leap and being an elite, great receiver is, that's the place I can, I can get behind that. He, I'm like, let's just pump the brakes a little. He was fun and he did some cool stuff and the same thing to get the, get him the ball more. But I'm not sure that, like, expecting him to be, like, the number two or even number three receiver is fair. I I expect him to be, like, Gus, probably if he has a great season, it'll be, like, 45 catches. And, like, it'll be fun. But I I just think we need to pump the brakes on him a little bit. But the thing is, like, they're a car, man. Like, the Raiders, they, they didn't really have that much to me. I mean, he had Waller and he had Adams. But, like, you look at the stats he put up there, 4,000 yards usually about 30 touchdowns. Like, it doesn't take that much for him. 
around him to go right, and I think he's going to be very good with the Saints. Now, the, the, the thing that I worry about with the Saints is the offensive line. I look at it, and I'm like, man, it's the thing that kept oh. us from winning Lombardi. It's the thing that kept <laughs> us from winning Lombardi, man, for eight. Like, us, 2018, and yeah. yeah. the um, the, you know, uh, Max Unger was like a shell of himself and getting destroyed. So like the offensive line, even if they weren't like injured and missing games, they were still like kind of like falling apart at the end of the year. And I think that's what cost the Saints chance yep. to win Super Bowl. And I think that's the thing I just keep going back to this whole offseason. I'm like, man, just please give us give us one of those years like Atlanta had when they blew the Super Bowl to 28 to three, when they just start the same five guys all year, or like the 2009 thing. They started the same five guys every freaking game. Give us one of those years. I would love to experience that again. You know what's interesting, too, and I, and I wanted to get into it when it comes to, like, players. I'm going to ask you something about Taysom Hill that's been interesting in my mind. But you love making fun and having fun with the analytics heads, the nerds, as you call them. <laughs> the Saints got rid or didn't renew the contract of their top person in the analytics department. And you've been saying this. You want Sean Payton to shush already in telling people about what the draft process was and all that. But in the pre-draft presser, he specifically said the Broncos were light years ahead in analytics department. First off, isn't that your job, Sean? And secondly, I, I don't think that's is a bad thing. I, I kind of like what DA is doing right now. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think analytics can be at times overblown. You can kind of manipulate it to say, to get it to say what you want it to say. Um, but my thing with the analytics is I don't necessarily – I don't need a coach that is like, I believe in the analytics and like Philadelphia, we're like, we're committed to it, we're doing it all the time, but we're doing it. I don't necessarily need a coach like that, but I need a coach who understands it and can explain it and can be like, look, we get the analytics, but in this case, we believe X. You know, like – like, I'll give you an example. Remember the Philadelphia game? They're playing the Eagles, right? They have that great drive, and they're up, and it's like fourth and, like, one from the goal line, right? And the analytics is go. Don't kick the field goal. Don't go up 13 nothing. Go for your touchdown. But the thing was, the play before, Ramsey got injured, and they got destroyed on the play, and they went nowhere. So, like, I get that the analytics tells you to go for it, but in the real world, Dennis Allen, I know he's standing on the sideline like, Dude, on third down, we just lost three yards, and Ramtech is on the sideline with me. You know what? I'm kicking the field goal. So, like, I, that's what I want out of my coach. I want him to understand the analytics. But sometimes, Gus, you just got to, like, throw the numbers out the window and realize what's happening in the game. And I think that's my thing that I fight with the nerds over, is they want to pretend that, like, injuries – and all these things in the real world don't happen. It just fucks the numbers when that's not always how it goes. No, look, and I think that's one of the things that is going to be very interesting, how this plays out and then going into the calls during the season and things of that nature. Well, before we run out of time here, I've got to get to Corey Glore next segment. But it's, it, maybe it's homework, but it's something to think about. I, I don't know why Taysom Hill hasn't been here. So I'm just going to ask you this. If he was at practice during these OTAs, where is he taking reps at? What position group is he going through practice? I think if he's a, I think if he's doing reps at position group, I think it's mostly quarterback does. I think, listen, I love Jason. I think he's a goal line monster. I think 
short yardage cheat code because it's it just proven out the data. You know, we just talked about it before. Data proves it out. Like, on short yardage and goal line, he's a monster. He's great at it. At tight end, because he's not, he's not really that great. Like, he doesn't look like a quarterback playing tight end, but, like, his hands are very shaky. He had the critical drop against Tampa. I know it was a hard catch. He had to play against San Francisco where they got shut out. He could have made the catch. Like, he's not a great tight end. And listen, the Saints, and say what you want about Pete Carmichael, they got the best out of Taysom Hill last year. Like, that's the best season he's ever had with the Saints. His usage to me was right where it needed to be. I think his days at tight end are numbered, but I think it's a good thing. Like, I think yeah. as a short, like, as a short yardage, touchdown guy like ideally for Taysom Hill you want him to get like three to four plays a week and it's like critical third and goal from the one fourth and a half fourth and a yard from the 45 when the Saints need to ice the game like you want three or four plays a week right. and to me Gus if he does that it gives you maybe a little bit more on occasion but he gives you like five to ten touchdowns and it's just what he gave you last year, that's more than worth what they pay him. You know? So I don't if I'm Taysom, I don't want to be tight end. I wanna do what I did. I want I'm like, Keith, give me what you gave me last year. Like that because the thing about Taysom too, Gus, is is our temptation is we want more. We want more. But his body he's over thirty and his body is very fragile. I think the same they need to replicate what they did last year for him. That, that's the path to success for Taysom. And it's hard because he's so delicious and we just want, we just want to stuff our face with Taysom power plays over and over again, like in the Seattle. Yeah. And look, here's your homework and we'll talk about this next Wednesday. Is that some, what, is that something he wants? That's right. You know what I'm that's saying? True. Like, I, I, yeah. I, there's only, there's only a shelf life. The shelf life's only so long for a player in the NFL, especially a guy like him where it's speed related. Speed goes away with age. It doesn't increase. So I'm not saying he's looking to get shipped out. I'm not saying that. I'm just, I wonder at what point does he, cause does he have the same relationship with this staff as he did when Sean and Drew and them were here? I don't know, but it's yeah. something to keep an eye on. Ralph, thank you as always, man. Uh, at Saints Forecast is a way to follow you over on Twitter. Saints Happy Hour Podcast. We'll talk again next week. All right. Talk to you next week.